Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. I recently had to drive back and forth to Winter Park, Colorado for an event that we were doing there. And Winter Park is actually only about 42 miles as the crow flies. So it shouldn't take that long. It should take about 42 minutes to get there on a highway. The only problem is in Colorado, we have these really big things in the way called the Rocky Mountains, massive 13,000 foot mountains. And it just takes a lot longer as you're navigating around the mountain, going up the mountain and over the mountain. You have all these switchbacks going back and forth, back and forth on the highway, going up the mountain. Then you go over the pass, then you come down the other side, and you have all these switchbacks back and forth on the way down. This all these winding roads, it just takes a long time. So as I was going back and forth, uh, it took 90 minutes each way. I'd go up there for the event. I had to come back home for something we had here at home, then go back up for the event, and then back home again. 90-minute drives, it just doubled the time. I think this is a great analogy for our spiritual lives, that we may be faithful and we love Jesus, and you know we're not going to do anything really horrible. But it takes us a long time sometimes to just love him and serve him and do his will. It takes a long time for us to grow in holiness. It takes a lot longer than it should to really follow Jesus as a disciple would. We have all these blockages, these things in our hearts that weigh us down, that that, that keep us from running after him with all our heart and, and loving the people in our lives, blockages that keep me from loving my wife better, blockages in my soul that keep me from being the dad I need to be to my kids and being a good friend to the people in my life. Well, I think about this in this time of year because there's a, a gospel reading we have coming up in the second Sunday of Advent coming up this week, a beautiful gospel reading that reminds us of that mission of John the Baptist who's called to prepare the way for the Lord. And in the reading, it's going to say these beautiful words, listen, prepare the way of the Lord. And how do I do that? How do I prepare the way of the Lord in my heart? Every valley shall be filled, every hill made low, and the winding roads made straight. (laughs) Now, I think that imagery, uh, when you understand like the idea of when you're trying to get someplace, you want to get there quickly, and if you've got mountains in the way, you know, wow, wouldn't it be great if all those mountains could be made low and all the valleys could be filled and you just have a straight road, not a winding road and back and forth? It'd be awesome. You'd get there so much faster. And if we want to just get there faster in our growth in holiness, <laughs> I want to get there faster to be a better dad. You know, I, I only have so much time to raise them. You know, it's only these set years. I got to work on my my virtue and my character to to love them now. (laughs) I got to work on this now. I I need to be a better husband now, you know? So how do I do this? We got to take on the virtues of Christ more. So here's the personal question I want to ask you here in this Advent season. What do you think God wants you to work on? Is there a certain virtue he wants you to work on? Maybe a, a certain deficit you have, a certain valley in your soul, a virtue that needs to grow, like maybe courage. Maybe you lack courage, it's hard for you to stand up for the truth, or it's hard for you to stand up for yourself, that maybe you you have these dysfunctional family relationships or dysfunctional relationships in the office, and it's hard for you to set boundaries, but Jesus is calling you to be a man or woman of greater courage and stand up for what's right and not be manipulated all the time, maybe. Or maybe God wants you to grow in courage in the sense that you get so easily 
discouraged. When something goes wrong and you have a bad day, you get so gloomy and sad and it weighs you down and you're not able to really be present to the people around you or present to God as much because you're just falling into this almost despair in life. That That's not the attitude of a Christian. Christians should always have great hope. You need courage. Maybe you need self-control. Maybe, maybe that's a virtue that you lack, that you're so controlled by how much time you spend on screens. You always have to have your phone out and look at screens and you're, you're just on social media all the time. And Jesus is inviting you to grow in self-control. That valley in your heart needs to be exalted. It needs to be filled. Maybe there's some things that you have that need to be knocked down. You know, like you have these mountains, these hills in your spiritual life that are blocking you, preventing you from giving the best of yourself. Maybe it's pride. You think you're right all the time. You don't listen to other people as much. Maybe it's vanity. You're always worried about what other people think of you. Uh, Maybe you're just self-centered. You're just thinking about yourself and your needs and your interests. It's hard for you to get out of yourself and think about the people around you and what they need. Whatever, Whatever virtue you need to grow in, whatever vice needs to be knocked down in you, Advent is a wonderful time for those valleys to be filled, those hills to be made low, so we have a highway to just run on toward Jesus with all our heart. Let's not kick the can down the road and try to grow in virtue later in life. Right now, now is the acceptable time when Jesus is inviting us to love him more, and that's what I want to talk about in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sri. I want to give a warm welcome to any new listeners joining us here uh, for the first time. Thanks for checking out the show. And I want to say to everyone listening here, Happy New Year. Yes, as Catholics, it's the beginning of the new liturgical year as we're beginning in this Advent season. And as we're thinking about this theme of running after virtue and uh, leveling those mountains and filling those hills in our souls, our our, our lack of virtue and growing in virtue, what I'm going to share with you in today's episode is based on my new book that just came out this last year called The Art of Living, The Cardinal Virtues and the Freedom to Love. I've mentioned this uh, in previous episodes this last year, but I want to offer something special as we're approaching Christmas. Maybe you're looking for a good Christmas gift, a a good last-minute Christmas gift for family that uh, or friends that just fill up their mind with with the truth of our Catholic faith. Uh, You may want to check out this book, and I'm going to offer a special limited-time offer here where you can get a signed copy of this book. So I'm going to sign the copy of the book for you, and this is for anyone in the continental United States. Uh, You can get a signed copy of the book, uh, and we're going to do free shipping here. So if you get one book, you'll get it at the standard price, which is $17. But if you get three or more books, you can get each book for $15 a piece. And we'll do free shipping here. Uh, So maybe a fun gift. You get a signed copy of a book for a a friend, a family member, a colleague, someone at your parish, your pastor. And if you want to get this book, you can order it by emailing my office at books.edwardsree at gmail.com. So you'll send an email to books.edwardsree at gmail.com and just let my my office know how many books you want uh, and, and give us your address. My assistant was really big on this. Please give us your address. That'll just make the process go s- smoothly and we can get it to you quicker. If you give us your mailing address, 
uh, when you send that email to us. And then what'll happen is you'll get a, an email in return from Square. That's a, a way to pay safe and secure online. And once that payment goes through, we can turn that around and start shipping the signed books to you uh, so you can have them for the Christmas season here. So again, if you want a, a signed copy of the book, you can go to books.edwards3 at gmail.com. And I have to tell you, I've been speaking on this book a lot this last uh, three months or so. And everywhere I've been speaking on this, I've just been so impressed. I can't believe how many people are buying the book. I mean, people often buy books when they come out, but this one is selling so quickly. I remember being at a small parish where 100 books were sold just in like 10 minutes afterwards. And it's just consistently selling out every time, but not just with the women. It's also for the men. And I don't know if you know this, but women tend to buy books more than men do, at least at Catholic events. That's been my experience. It's probably 75% of all book sales. It's it's the wife, it's the mom, it's the grandma. Uh, so women tend to buy the books. But for this particular book, it's more 50-50 and maybe even more men than women. And I've been surprised. I wasn't expecting that. And I've been asking the guy saying, hey, so what is it about the book that made you want to get this? And, you know, they hear me give a talk on it. And I'm just trying to get a sense of what's resonating with them. And they all say something similar. They say something about, I I know I need to be a better husband. (laughs) And I know I need virtue to love my wife better. And so I got to grow in virtue. Uh, Or I know I need to be a better dad. I need to be a better father. And I need virtue to become a better father. And I, I'm meeting young guys that are single and they're saying things like, you know, I want to be a good husband and father someday. I want to have good re- dating relationships right now. And I need virtue to do that. And so I'm really excited that this book is unpacking the the great tradition on the virtues. And if you want to get a signed copy, uh, you can email us at books.edward3 at gmail.com. That's books.edwardsri at gmail.com. And we can get a signed copy and ship that off to you. Free shipping here so that you can get it for the Christmas season. So let's let's talk about this idea of making the valleys filled in our soul, making the the hills, the mountains that kind of get in the way. How do how do we make those level, make those low again? I think it's it, it is going after the virtues of Jesus Christ. And the book that I wrote called The Art of Living, The Cardinal Virtues and the Freedom of Love, why did I call it The Art of Living? I did a show on this, oh, uh, way back, maybe last spring, a little bit about this, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned where the title came from. It comes from Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict once said something that is, I think, quite insightful into the situation we face in our modern world. The the problem today isn't simply that we've lost faith and we don't know the Bible or we don't know the catechism. I mean, yes, there is a great crisis of faith, and Pope Benedict wrote a lot about that. But the problem is much deeper in our secular age as we've turned away from God, we've turned away from basic human values. We don't even know how to live anymore. Pope Benedict said, we've lost the art of living. Again, it's not it's not just that I can't get the catechism questions right. You know, I can't do a catechism quiz and pass it. I mean, that's a great crisis, but it's deeper. We don't know how to live. We don't know how to live friendship. We don't know how to live dating relationships. How many young people I, I meet all the time that are asking, how do you build a good dating relationship, Dr. How, how do we do this? And uh, you hear so many people, how do you balance work and leisure, work and social life for married people? 
How do you build a good marriage? I mean, so many couples engaged. So my wife and I meet with engaged couples all the time. They're often asking, what are the keys to building a good marriage? Because maybe they themselves didn't see marriage lived well in their own homes, or they look out in the brokenness in the world today. So many broken marriages or unhappy marriages. How do we live marriage? Uh, how, how do we raise children? How, how do we build a good Catholic family life, Catholic culture? How do I train my children in, in discipline and in virtue and in holiness? These are the questions that people have today. And it's because we've lost the art of living. We don't know how to live. And so Pope Benedict, I think, is, is spot on to highlight this. But the good news is that there is a great tradition on how to live life well. There's a beautiful tradition on, on how to live the art of living, how to live friendship and in, in marriage and family life. It's known as the virtues, <laughs> you know, the, and, and that's what I go after in, in the book is that we just want to understand this wonderful tradition that goes back to people like St. Thomas Aquinas, back to St. Augustine and the other church fathers, back to Jesus, back to the Old Testament. Even, even outside of the Jewish Christian worldview, he had great thinkers like Plato, Aristotle, Cicero that gave a lot of thought to the virtuous life, the art of living. And this tradition was passed on from one generation to the next to the next. But in our modern era, it's been withheld from us that many people grew up today not knowing about the virtues what are the virtues? How do they relate together? How do we, they connect together? Uh, we want to learn about the virtues so that we can grow in them. So the subtitle is called The Cardinal Virtues and the Freedom to Love. And, and the point is that if I can learn the virtues, understand these four key virtues, the cardinal virtues, prudence, fortitude, temperance, justice, and I understand all that that entails in my life, then I'm, I become a free man, a man that is free to give himself as a gift of love, first and foremost to God, and then to the people in my life. You know, if I want to love my spouse and I want to love my friends, I want to love the people in my life, I, I need virtue to do that. And I've said on, again, I've talked about some of these things in previous shows where virtue, I used to think of it as an individualistic thing. I think in, in my child growing up, I'd hear about virtues and I thought about them more as like, okay, this is what I need to work on. I remember going to Catholic school and hearing about fortitude, fear of the Lord, piety, you know, all these virtues. And that was a part of my like self-improvement plan. Yeah, I, I'm going to, I want to have self-improvement. I want to get better, you know, and thrive in life. So I got to grow in virtue for me. And, and yes, it's a blessing for my life. But virtue, this is key. I want to make sure you all get this point here. Virtue isn't just about me. I need virtues for the sake of the people in my life. My wife, Beth, she needs me to be more virtuous. <laughs> my children need me to be more virtuous. My students need me to be more virtuous. Virtue gives us the freedom to love other people. You see, the more I'm generous and patient and courageous and prudent, I can do generous, patient, courageous, and prudent things to bless the people in my life. But when I lack generosity, when I'm selfish, that's not just an Edward III problem. <laughs> that's a problem for my wife. <laughs> when I lack the virtue of consistently being generous to serve and to think about this other person, uh, when I lack that, that's a problem for Beth. In other words, I, if I have selfishness in me, I will do selfish things that hurt her. Same thing if I lack patience. That's not just an Edward III problem. That's a problem for my kids. I'll do impatient things that hurt them. I let them down. I'm not the dad I need to be for them when I, when I lack patience. 
or when I lack courage in the office. Let's say like there's this big project given to me by the company and, uh, and with a really tight deadline and our plates are already full. If I lack courage, that's not just a problem for me. It's a problem for the team I'm leading. They need me to be courageous. If I'm just overwhelmed by all that, oh, I don't know how we're going to get this done. Oh, I don't know if we can get this done in time. We already have so much to do. I can't lead my team well. No, they need me to be courageous. They, meet, they need me to be a good leader and say, okay, we got a lot on our plates. I'm not sure how we're going to get this all done, but I believe in all of you. I believe we put our minds together. We can prioritize. We can figure this out. They need me to be able to persevere and lead them through hard things. My lack of courage isn't just something that upsets me. It will actually let those people that depend on me down. It will hurt them. When I lack prudence, thinking things through, I don't think through a financial expense, and, and I, I spend a lot of money on something we didn't need to spend money on, that's not, that's not just a problem for Edwards III. It affects my wife, it affects my children, and now we're not able to spend money on something else that maybe they needed to spend money on. In other words, my lack of virtue affects other people. If I want to be a good friend, if I want to be a good citizen, if I want to be a good husband, I want to be a good father, and most of all, if I want to be a good son of God, it takes a lot more than sincere intentions. It takes a lot more than noble desires. I need virtue, the consistency. It needs to be ingrained in me. It's a part of who I am, my character. And so as we think about this in the time of Advent, where we're trying to live out what John the Baptist for, uh, spoke about, what he alludes to in the prophecy of Isaiah, to prepare the way of the Lord in our hearts, we need our valleys the deficiencies in virtue to be filled. We need the hills to be made low, those mountains of weakness and vice that have grown over the years. And we need it not just for ourselves. Your spouse is depending on you growing in virtue. Your children are depending on you going after virtue in your life. Use this Advent season to go after those weaknesses, those valleys, to go after those, those hills, to, to go after virtue. How do we grow in virtue? You know, we need to pray. We need God's grace. We need to put a lot of effort into it. But one of the most important things, we have to educate ourselves in the virtues. We have to learn about the virtues. I think many Catholics maybe have heard about virtues, but I would argue probably 97% of Catholics probably couldn't even name the four cardinal virtues, prudence, fortitude, temperance, and justice. These are called the cardinal virtues because they're, they're like the, uh, the word, it comes from the Latin word, cardinal comes from the Latin word for hinge. It's like all these virtues are, are, are linked together and they're the, our lives hinge on how well we live these virtues. And I think it's so sad, like 97% of Catholics probably couldn't even list the four cardinal virtues. And, and this is the art of living. And even those that could name the four cardinal virtues, I bet 99% of them would not be able to explain how they connect together, how they all work together in tandem and they probably wouldn't know all the sub-virtues we need for each of those four cardinal virtues. I mean, this is the basic stuff of what it meant to be a, a civilized man, a virtuous man. Uh, like, do, do we know the, what are the three virtues I need to be a courageous man? And what are the vices that are constantly going against me to live courage well? What are the three sub-virtues related to prudence? Are we aware of those things? Do we know about them? Most of us, I never grew up with this. <laughs> I bet many of you didn't grow up with this. But there's a wonderful tradition from our Catholic faith, from Aristotle, uh, even before the Catholic faith, but all the way to Aquinas, that's, that's beautiful and easy to understand. And we can live it out better in our own lives if we just had a roadmap. If we don't know what to run after, I, I can't run after it. In other words, if I don't have a target, I will miss that target every time. And 
if I want to live the art of living, I've got to know the virtuous life better. Uh, and that's why I wrote this book, The Art of Living, The Cardinal Virtues, and The Freedom to Love. So if you're looking for a Christmas gift, maybe for yourself, for family members, for children, uh, for, for friends, uh, you can check this book out. As I mentioned, uh, I'm going to do a signing of the book for anyone in the continental U.S. I will do free shipping. And you could send your order to books.edwards3 at gmail.com. That's books.edwardsri at gmail.com. Uh, one book is 17 If you get three or more, it'll be $15 a piece. So you can buy some for friends. Great Christmas gifts here at the last minute to write the virtues on your heart. And so just send your order, your request to books.edwards3 at gmail.com. Let us know how many you want your address, your mailing address. My assistant really wanted that. She's going to run all this for me. And then you'll get an email back from Square where you can pay safe and online and secure to get those books out to you here for the Christmas season. Thanks so much for listening, my friends. And please know you are in my prayers. Pray for me as we all try to prepare the way for the Lord, leveling those mountains and filling those valleys in our hearts. God bless. God bless.